Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Taking Back You Momcast. Hi guys, how you doing? It's Danny Carter. It is your host this week and every single week. And you guys, I'm really excited about this topic because it is one that is near and dear to my heart. And honestly, it's a topic that comes up over and over again in my world of working with mamas. And that topic is why you need to really work hard to ignore other people's opinions of you. Listen, the fear of what others might think of you, that is a constant concern. Believe me, I completely understand and I am right there with you, mama. But after today, I think hopefully you will be free. Hopefully I'm going to free you of these bonds and give you some insight on why other people's opinions don't really matter when you are doing you. Okay, I'll meet you on the other side of the intro. Coming to you straight from Indianapolis, a.k.a. the Circle City, this is the Taking Back You Momcast. The Taking Back You Momcast is a witty, authentic, and sometimes sarcastic podcast for millennial mamas who are in the thick of mom life. And I'm your host, Danny carter Idens, wife, millennial mama, motivational speaker, and motherhood advocate. And we're back. Okay, guys, before we get started, as I do every week, I wanted to thank you so much for coming back and listening and supporting the show and supporting Taking Back You and the entire mission of Taking Back You, which is to help moms be not just good moms, but more than moms at the same time. And listen, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and to share it with any mamas who you think would benefit from what we talk about each week. And don't forget, and like, I, and you guys know, this is my this is my thing that I'm working um don't forget to rate and review us so that we can know what we're doing right and what we need to work on okay so other people's opinions now a while back i had a mom that reached out to me and and honestly she's a pretty good friend of mine and she reached out to me to share something that had been weighing heavily on her heart and at first i was like oh my gosh what happened you know something awful happened but what she told me was was like super interesting she told me that even though she loved my positive messages that I put out for moms you know all about following their dreams and you know you know following the dreams that God placed on your heart she told me that she was afraid to follow hers because she was worried about what her family her friends and even like acquaintances might think and and really what it came down to it came down to two things she was afraid that they might think that she was selfish And she was also afraid that they might think that she wasn't a good mom or a good wife. And really what it was is that she was she was she was worried about how people were going to view her choices. And listen, they were not bad choices by any stretch of the imagination. Okay, they they weren't wrong in any way. They were they were just like things that she wanted to do. And but she was worried how it would look if she chose something that was just hers. She was worried it would be frowned upon. She was worried how she would be seen, what other people would think about her, that she was a mom and a wife, but she also had these things that she wanted to do for herself. And y'all know me. You know what I told her. You know, I jumped in right away. I was like, girl, forget the haters. You know, you know, if you don't have haters, you're not doing your job. <laughs> and, you know, and I told her what I tell you all the time. I told her, girl, you need to follow your dreams because God placed those dreams on your heart and you need to run full speed toward the completion of the goals that you have for your life. You, you got to do that. 
And listen, I stand by that statement. I stood by it then. I stand by it now. But I'm older. You know, we're, we're, we're older and we're wiser now. And, I, and I've been thinking about it. And I thought about it after I told that to her. And I thought it, it bothered me. I, I, I thought about it for several weeks, honestly, after she said it to me. And I think that, you know, even though my advice was correct on the front end, I think that perhaps maybe it was a bit naive. And so I wanted to delve deeper into, you know, kind of this idea of it's not as simple as, um, you know, just doing you and ignoring other people. There's a psychology behind it. And so I wanted to kind of talk to you about that. So I thought about my experiences in, in doing what I do. And, you know, I, I've, I thought about the faces that I would get from the people in my life when I told them that I was quitting my job as a dance teacher to become a Christian women's motivational speaker and, and to host a podcast that, you know, I was going to focus, you know, use to focus on moms. And, and honestly, I can't begin to tell you how many people asked me like, oh, okay, so that's what you're doing for fun. Like, what's your real job, though? And I would be like, no, that is my real job. That's what I do. Um, and they would go, cool. But if you're ever interested in this, or if you're ever interested in that, you know, insert, I guess, what they believe to be their more legitimate job there, um, you know, or, or what they thought I should be doing, hey, you'd be really good at this. Um, you know, I could see how that can kind of wear you down and how she could have possibly, you know, why she would have been reticent to do her to, to do her thing. And honestly, I don't blame her one bit. I think that, you know, you, you kind of build a, a, a thick skin. It, it, if you're me, you do. And, and that's probably, and we've talked about this before, from years of auditions, years of just being told no, like no doesn't bother me anymore. Uh, people's opinions don't bother me anymore. But if I'm being completely honest, I wasn't always that way. And, you know, even though I don't allow those things to affect me, it isn't like I don't hear them. I just don't necessarily listen. Okay, so I'm going to hit you with some hard truths right now because I think that they're important and I think that they spoke to what she was trying to, you know, um, beautifully express to me. And, and, and the fact is that, you know, the world is not exactly here for women who want to choose their own path. Okay, let's just let's call a spade a spade. That's what it is. The world's not ready for um, for the women to, you know, for, the, you know, what is that? The eurythmic song sisters are doing it for themselves. They're, they're just not like they we're on our way. We're getting closer. And, you know, maybe one day we will be there, but we definitely are not there yet. And to say that the vision is lacking is, you know, an understatement. But definitely we have some work to do women. If we are trying to get, you know, to that point where we can choose our own path, not have to worry about what other people think and, you know, be equal um, to uh, the male counterpart, our male counterparts in this world. And, you know, it's it's interesting because a lot of the women that I know, a lot of the women in my generation um, and, and maybe our parents, but but mainly my generation, you know, I'm the first woman in my family to graduate from a from a you know a university with a four year degree, 
And, and after that, I went on to get a master's degree. And, and that was absolutely unheard of, you know, as a, a black woman, let alone um, a woman in general, but being also black. But that was actually, you know, absolutely unheard of when my grandma was coming along. And, and even though it was more acceptable when my, when my mom was coming of age, it definitely, you know, it most certainly was not the norm. And so when I decided that I wanted to go to college, it was definitely a what I would consider a turning point for the women in our family, because I was the first one that went out and said, you know, I'm going to a four year university. I'm going to have the college experience. I'm going to get my degree, do something. You know, that was just it was different because, you know, most of the women in my family, they went to high school and then they, you know, maybe did something for a few minutes and they got married and they had kids, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But all I'm saying is that if you choose a different path, there is definitely the, you know, there is there is the judgment. okay? because trust me, I I had haters when I did that. I mean, child, please. I had people who were, you know, some of them were even in my family. They're in my own family. And they had something to say for nearly every step of my academic career. And I know I'm not alone. One of my roommates, she was we were roommates in college. She was also in a similar situation as me, first uh, female in her family to go to a four-year university, four-year and graduate from a four-year university, uh, black woman, and her family, you know, were they were hating too. And so it, it's not uncommon, um, you know, that this would happen. And I don't think it even has anything to necessarily do with, um, you know, the fact that we were black but I think it was honestly just truly like you know we were women and it was like why are you gonna do that when all you really need to do is this and this and it didn't stop you would think that it would stop once I got out of school but honestly the the words just changed because when I entered the workforce that's when I really heard it because I chose not to get married until my late 20s Um, I've been with my husband since I was 20 um, 23 I've been with him since I was 23 but we decided to wait several years to, to work save up money he was going through grad school before we got married and we knew that we, we had a plan but we wanted to get married when when we were more financially stable and I know that's a joke that we're always like when are you ever financially stable in our brains it was going to work but you know we wanted to get married when we were more financially stable and so that's what we chose. That's the path that we chose. I was always asked, up until we got married, I was always asked, when are you going to get married? Oh my gosh, when are you going to get married? And then I was always asked, when are you guys going to have kids? How many kids are you going to have? Oh, you just had a baby. When are you going to have another one? But you know what I was never, ever asked? No one ever asked me, hey, what are you doing to further your career? What steps are you taking to build your network? No one ever asked me that. There was many times as I was asked when I was going to become someone's wife, when I was going to become somebody's mother. No one ever asked me when was I going to become a powerful woman in, woman in the workforce. And in fact, I wish I had a dollar for the amount of times someone told me that they didn't see what I did as a real job. And at the time, I was a dance instructor, but I mean, now people do that with me being a motivational speaker. Like, oh, well, what do you do, really? I wish I had a dollar because then I wouldn't have to be a motivational speaker. I could just live off of the, 
profit of other people's opinions. And and don't get me wrong, it did not stop when I got married. It wasn't like when I got married, all the questions. When I had my son, all the questions ended. No, then the question became, well, how can you work when you're a mom and a wife? Don't you want to be home all the time for your family? Who will take care of them? If it isn't for you. I remember I was having a conversation at church one time with a group of ladies. And I might have even told the story before on the show. But I, I was, we, were, we were just talking. You know you know how women are. We were do, 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 and we were talking. And I was saying how my husband is so awesome because he, um, he cooks. When at the time I was working nights at the studio, and, and so I would say the, the nights that I work, he cooks. Because if, if, he, if we sit around and wait for me to get home, then we won't be eating dinner until like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. And one of the other mamas looked at me, and she said, I truly believe that if I did not cook dinner every night, if it were up to my husband, we would starve to death. And I, I didn't know what to do with that statement because I just thought, like, really, y'all would just all sit around and be hungry? Like, he wouldn't even lift a pot? But okay, that's that's for another another story for another day. But the thing is, is that there seems to be this, you know, belief that women, are our true place is at home. And anything that we decide to do outside of that is extra. And if it's extra, it's not necessarily something that we need. And so let me tell you right now, that's false. That's a humongous lie. And I've heard some whoppers in my day, but that, that, that's, that's one of them. That's a humongous lie. And, and the thing I'm going to tell you is what I did. And, and what I did was I never let those people, whether they were my family, my friends, Mookie and Woo Woo, boo-boo and Ray Ray, whoever they are, I did not let them tell me what I was supposed to do. Maybe I heard them, like I said earlier, maybe I heard them, but that didn't mean I was listening. And y'all know the difference. You, you know, you, we have kids. We know the difference between when someone has heard us and when someone is listening to us. Those are very two <laughs> big distinctions. I heard them and they were talking rah, 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 all day. And I was like, cool. And I let it in one ear and out the other because I knew then and I know now what God wants me to do with my life. And a lot of you that are listening to this right now, you know You know what God wants you to do. You know it. You know it in your heart. You know this. And I want want you to hear this deep down within your soul, okay? If, If you don't take anything else from me ever in this life, if you never listen to another episode of this podcast again, which gosh, I hope that's not true, but if if that's how if that's how it lays out, then I want you to hear this deep down inside your soul, okay? Listen to me. This is your life. Absolutely no one can live it for you. No matter how hard they may try, no matter how much they may want to, this is it. This is your life. Okay. My students, I would always, I would always say, Michael Jackson, this is it. Well, that's what the Michael Jackson, this is it. This is your life. No one else can do it. And they can try to dictate what they want you to do, but mama, your pact 
is with God. It's plain and simple. You are alive for a reason. You have a job to do. And that job does not include letting other people's opinions of you stop you from doing it. And, and sometimes they mean well. You know, honestly, they a lot of times they do. They're 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 trying to stop you from getting hurt, or they're trying to, you know, protect you from whatever. You know, and 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 they mean well. But I mean, what good does that do you? Now everybody's sitting around not doing nothing. You know, I mean that doesn't that doesn't help you. So here's the long and the short of it. I'm sure right now, if I told you to get pen to paper, you could sit there and think of a bunch of reasons why you, you know, shouldn't do you. I, I'm, we all have a lot of reasons. There are a ton of reasons why um, I, I, I shouldn't have quitted my, quit my job and started what I'm doing now. I mean, uh, you know, we always have, there's always something. There's always something. But for the love of everything we hold holy in this world, do not let one of those reasons be other people's opinions of you don't let it be there could be some legitimate reasons why you can't at this point or or whatever but don't let the reason be that you are afraid of what other people will think take that one write it down on a piece of paper crumble it up and throw it away bye y'all Next, you need to focus on, 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 on your happiness. You need to focus on yourself. You need to focus on the work that you were put on this earth to do. And like I said, a lot of you already know what that is. You know in your heart of hearts what God put you on this earth to do. But you're afraid because you are worried what other people will think. I was scared to become a motivational speaker for about 15 seconds. And then I realized, well, if I'm equipped to do this job, why wouldn't I do it? God gave me all the tools. Why wouldn't I, I use them? You have something that God has equipped you he's equipped you with he's given you all the tools for why why wouldn't you use them if you had them it's like sweeping a sweeping a carpet when you have a vacuum why wouldn't you use the vacuum (laughs) maybe you want to work out from sweeping i don't know and i want you to understand that's not being selfish It's necessary to do those things. I say this all the time. I'm going to say it again for the cheap seats, you know, for the the kids in the back. When God put these dreams on your heart, he he did it when, when he knew. He knew the plan. He knew you were going to be a mom. He knew you were going to be a wife. He knew you were going to be a daughter. He knew you were going to be a sister. He knew you were going to be a cousin. He knew you were going to be an aunt. And he put the dreams on your heart anyway. Because that's the work that you are supposed to do. And I want you to remember one more thing. We're almost done, but I want you to remember one more thing. I want you to remember this, and I want you to tell yourself this when you are when you come in contact with a hater, because you will. 
They're everywhere. Woo child, people are hating. Just all day, every day, these people got something to hate about. But I want you to remember this. I want you to remember that some of these people that are judging you are doing so because they are scared. They are too scared to follow their own dreams. So they want to keep everybody else from following theirs. Remember that saying, misery loves company? Mm-hmm. It's true. You see, they were too afraid to do a new thing. They were too worried about other people's opinions to follow the dreams that were on their hearts. So now they want to sit around and tell you not to do you. And at the risk of sounding a little bit harsh, I'm sorry. I usually try to be sunshine in, in puppy dogs, but I want at the risk of sounding a little bit harsh, why would you want to do anything that might lead you to end up like them? So you have my permission, and it's not because you need it, but because sometimes it helps when we hear it from other people. Sometimes it helps to know that someone else is in your corner. So so go, go forth <laughs> and do. You have my permission. Go out there. Follow your dreams. And most importantly, show our daughters how it's done. So that we can be the final generation of women. So the millennials can be the final generation of women. Who have to make choices about their lives based on the opinions of others. All right, guys, next week we are going to be joined. I'm so excited for next week. Oh, my gosh. We are going to be joined by accessories designer Cindy Hicks. She is the founder of Posh Lilies, and she is going to be using her platform to help us mamas get out there and rock our boat. All right, so full disclosure, Cindy is a good friend of mine. And she's also a fellow moderator in the Mom Business University group. And we even went to the same church back in Valpo um, up until my family. You guys know I moved to Indianapolis last year. And she's going to talk to us about how important it is for us women to vote and to share information and how we can get that ball rolling. So if you were like, I've never voted before, but Lord, I got to vote. <laughs> I need to vote. Then Cindy is your girl. She's going to get us all hooked up with some information and um, so just join us next week for a really great chat. I'm really excited about it. If you've been following me on social media for the last few weeks, you know that I'm a huge proponent of exercising your right to vote. So like on, like I said, Cindy, having Cindy on the show, this is going to be the best thing ever. This is so great. Uh, I even went so far and went, I even went to y'all. I did a, a, a video. I did my first real Instagram reel uh, getting people registered, helping getting people registered to vote. So like I'm I am here for it. So I listen, I hope you are having a great week. It is fall. Yay! We did it, friends. So now we are in pumpkin spice latte weather. It is happening. Or as in my house, we're not big pumpkin spice latte folks, but you know what we are? We love us some sweta wubba. Sweta wubba. If you haven't seen that SNL skit, please. And if you have seen it, watch it again because every year, sweta wubba. Okay, so sweta wubba is here. And guess what? Today's the, to, oh, you know what? Today is the 23rd. And so I just remember that it's time to give my dog his heartworm medicine. So after I get done recording this, I am going to do that. All right, guys. 
I just want to ask you one more thing and then we're going to bounce, okay? Have you checked out the Taking Back You MomCast online store? Visit dannycarteridens.com slash shop to see what we have. And I'm in the process every single week of adding new things. So jump on, get some cool, I've been meaning to say this, I want to say merch, get some cool merch. Um... And, and just, you know, share this show. I'm, I'm so excited about it. And don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share. I am so glad you're here. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. For more information on Taking Back You and the Taking Back You MomCast, visit us at takingbackyou.com. From there, you'll be able to follow us on social media, listen to past episodes, and learn all about the mission of Taking Back You. Be sure to subscribe to get future episodes. And from all of us at Taking Back You, thank you so much for your support.